And now, these messages. It's time for the Advent Calendar House to take another commercial break. I'm hand-animated Woodland Al, delightfully surprised to see a fast food mascot in my front yard, Mike Westfall. And back once again, like a shamrock shake in March, is my pal Joey O. How's it going, Joey? Hello, I am well. It is good. So this is my third uh, episode of the podcast where we're doing commercials. Fourth, actually. Fourth? Oh, that, that makes Honey me... We did Honey Nut Cheerios, we did Fruity Pebbles, oh. we did Pennsylvania Lottery, and this is number four. You're right. Um, that makes me the Don Draper of this podcast. <laughs> there you go. We did it. <laughs> you are indeed the Don Draper of this podcast, and now we're talking about the Don Draper of fast food. Oh. The, the Ron... I don't know. Today we're talking about a trio of holiday-themed TV spots for McDonald's. And I think we have to start with the big one. Uh, McDonald's Wiki, which of course exists, calls <laughs> this one Happy Holidays, but its official title on the Internet Movie Database is Skating. Well, I want to I want to make a disclaimer before we get any further oh. that uh, this is not a paid endorsement for McDonald's. We're going to be talking about McDonald's a lot, but um, yeah, it is not a, a paid. If they want to pay us money, that's a different story. Hey, man. In fact, uh, their food is not really the best for you, and I would describe it as a sometimes food. Yes. Like a cookie monster, <laughs> might say. Yes. Very much a sometimes food, but it happens to be sometimes right now. <laughs> Even though I'm not actually eating at a McDonald's right now. Actually, for for prep, I ate breakfast at McDonald's. Oh, very nice. What'd you have? I had a sausage McMuffin with egg. Okay. You know what's good on those? Jelly. Ah. My wife turned me on to that idea, and I'm, I... Looked at her like she had two heads, and I mean, it's really good. So, fun fact. Interesting. So, the skating, the ice skating. Yeah, this is the one where you have a bunch of kids in ice skates in tow, descending on a perfectly frozen, moonlit pond in the middle of upstate nowhere to go ice skating. About a half dozen kids, all with brightly colored blocked hats, jackets, and scarves that should appear to be timeless, but are very clearly 80s. <laughs> and you have the little blonde-haired boy who keeps falling down until Ronald McDonald comes and lifts him high into the air to his delight. Oh, it's such a magical moment that everyone forgets Ronald was there the whole time, skating with all the big kids until sunset, while this kid was left in the corner by himself on the sidelines while a cartoon deer licks his face to try and make him feel better. That's pretty much the plot. Yeah, there are no heroes in this commercial. Ronald <laughs> could have easily let the bigger kids skate alongside him while he helps the little tyke learn to skate, but no. <laughs> no one learns anything in this commercial. The kid still can't skate at the end. He's just happy he got picked up and twirled around for like 30 seconds. This also makes me think of the bit in uh, Pee-wee's Christmas special where he goes skating with uh, Magic Johnson, who's related to Magic Screen, we find out. <laughs> oh, I got to do Pee-wee's. Someone. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, I'm wrong. He doesn't skate with Magic Johnson. He They're skates with Little Richard, who has like a big pillow uh, strapped to his butt in case he falls down. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he goes into the Magic Screen to sled with Magic Johnson. Yes. They go on a little sleigh ride. We're going to do that this season, I hope. You should. I should. Yes. Probably need to edit out the I hope part. Nope, we're leaving it in now. Welcome 
from the past, from the distant past. <sighs> so according to the McDonald's wiki, this commercial ran from 1982 to 1991 with a whole bunch of variations and joey i discovered that the version of this commercial which i thought was the original is not i watched the ones you linked me to on this mcdonald's wiki and they're nearly identical i felt like if you watched all of them i think you probably uh did something like spot the differences like a mega touch game that's who had to do in this i did and (laughs) well i remember them changing up the music like around 1989 or 1990. That's the memory I had. So the memory I had before that, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from 1982. We're learning so much on this show about ourselves and the world of Christmas commercials. We discovered Bill Gavin last year was our Scrooge with a love for Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> and this year I learned that there are seven, seven different variations of this one commercial. And the reason for this, it turns out, is twofold. First, McDonald's found itself having to keep up with its own branding. And they had they changed <laughs> their main marketing slogan so many times in like a short 10-year span that they had to change the jingle to match every time, or they felt they did. Did you notice that, like, as you played the different variations of this? The one, they have like sort of a framing around the beginning of it. That was the main difference. I mean, the songs change and all, but yeah, there's one where they definitely had like a graphic at the beginning. Yeah, the graphic at the beginning was one that they used to do. I I don't know how far back in the 70s, but into the early 80s, that was their kind of branding for a McDonald's. You knew this was a McDonald's commercial because it had that (laughs) yellow rounded rectangle around the screen there. Not because of the clown. That didn't tip you off. No, not at all. Well, they had some of those commercials with the older kids. And here's our teacher, hard-nosed Mrs. Hatcher. We're going to make her feel better with McDonald's. (laughs) That's not how that commercial went. But the second thing is you had different actors playing Ronald in the closer shots of him. So... This act- is going to be fun. Yes. Because so <laughs> I know we both look these people up. <laughs> it's what we do here. So in the actually original version of this from 1982, Ronald is played by actor King Moody. That's an amazing name. It's an amazing name. His his given first name is Robert, and he changes it to King. Because <laughs> why not? Like King Booker. <laughs> kind of. So uh, how do you better know King Moody, Joey, since you also looked him up? I looked on here, and the first thing that jumped out at me was that he was the spaceship captain in Teenagers from Outer Space. Okay. Which is a Mystery Science Theater film that, well, you know, they ran on Mystery Science Theater, where to uh, to have the aliens in the film, they didn't have guys in rubber suits or anything. They have lobsters they basically held up and did like <laughs> shadow puppets with lobsters like on the edge of the screen and that is the aliens in teenagers from outer space that's right uh, not the first thing that jumped out at me but that was definitely the second the first uh he was in get smart as chaos henchman starker he was the <laughs> evil siegfried's right hand man in the organization chaos starker nine i've never actually seen get smart oh man or the movie Okay, the movie was actually very good. The the Steve Carell one that they came out with. Mm-hmm. Um, Get Smart showed up on either Nick at Night, and I think it actually seeped into Nickelodeon because, look, kids, it's Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. So I actually watched quite a bit of that with, with some friends at the time and got really into it. 
I mean, Maxwell Smart was Austin Powers before Austin Powers was Austin Powers. Is basically yes. the gist of that entire show. <laughs> but by 1982, King Moody was at the tail end, almost, of his gig at Ronald Mc as Ronald McDonald. Uh, and he was 53 years old, so I don't think that's him out there on the ice with the grace <laughs> of an Olympic figure skater and yet somehow still very clown-like in his form. Uh, there are no speaking lines in this ad, no other credits I could find of who the kids are, but uh, that's definitely him in the close-up shots. Uh, but if anybody can figure out any other names in this show, let me know on Twitter at AdventCalHouse. That actually worked out to our favor with Bill Gavin, so let's see if we can do it again. Here's what's interesting about this next actor. Do you realize we went from a king to a squire? <laughs> yes, this guy's name is Squire Friedel, and this was... The version, Squire Friedel shows up by 1986, and this is the one I thought was the original. This is actually the fourth version of this that they've had to make now, but let's talk about Squire Friedel. This looks like he's the one that was most in our, like, generational wheelhouse, if he was there from 86 to 90. Yes, this is the Ronald I remember. Yes. Uh, but Yeah, this is the one I thought was the original. Nope, it's number four. Man, was I off. Uh, the original lasted just one Christmas. They had to redo the music in 1983 because in 82, you, the original ended with the choir singing Have a happy holiday in a very subtle take to McDonald's ad slogan at the time, You deserve a break today. <laughs> and little twinkling glockenspiel or whatever at the end there is the is to the tune of at McDonald's or in this case from McDonald's, but it's very subtle. But once I heard it, I thought, Oh, I see what you did there, Ronald, you sly dog. So Squire Friedel looks like he was just, uh, you know, a character actor who's in one episode of mama's family, one episode of mash. Oh yeah. Uh, but his most notable role outside of the actual McDonald's commercials is as Ronald McDonald in Mac and me. Oh, that's right. I did see that. Which I've also never seen, but I've seen um, Paul Rudd show that clip on Conan many times. <laughs> I didn't see the Conan one. Oh, I, you don't know that? No. Every time Paul Rudd is on Conan, he's like, oh, here's a clip from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it's always the clip of the kid <laughs> in the wheelchair falling into the lake. And then Mac's head like pops up like, oh. <laughs> and it's every single time he's on Conan. It's a and he's like, "Oh, you're not going to trick me again, are you, Paul?" No, no, this is really from my new movie. <laughs> oh, I got to go back and watch that, and then link to it in the show notes. <laughs> That's a great. Trick. Squire Friedel shows up in in number four. Like I said, this one only shows up for one year. In 1983, they redo the whole music bit. To match the McDonald's and you jingle. And once again, you can hear it at the end very subtly. Well, that also lasts one year because in 1984, we get another change in the music to go along with the new jingle. It's a good time. Happy For the great taste. McDonald's. And they do it again right at the end there, where it's just like, hey, happy holidays, but don't forget about us. 
It was it was the thoughts and prayers of the eighties. <laughs> That's something. Uh, let's let's mention this now. Actually, is that none of these ads are really about eating at McDonald's. They're more of like creating you know a warm feeling, a connection with the brand. Yeah, and you see that a lot this time of year, but mm-hmm. they do that a lot. Like Christmas is when it was appropriate, and then they tried to branch out once social media became a big thing to other holidays where it might not be so important, like 9-11. Yep. Yeah. But this was this was a more innocent time, or less innocent time. I'm not sure which. <laughs> it was a different time. But when Squire Friedel came along, they only reshot the close-ups of Ronald. The others of him actually skating stayed the same, because they weren't about to try and recreate that. And the ones with the other kids, because kids grow up. But the one that stood out to me was when he lets go of the older kids and then goes to get the little guy. In the original, you see him letting go of the group after they crack the whip, and then looking over and realize, oops, I missed one. Like he just now (laughs) noticed, oh, there's another one. Zutalor. (laughs) <laughs> Never trust a clown to watch your kids unless they can ice skate like a grown-up. So there is another uh, Ronald who looks like he played him for almost the entirety of the 90s. Jack Dopeke? Dopeke or Depke, I'm thinking. Yeah. D-O-E-P-K-E. He's the last instance of this. Um, during the Squire Friedel years, you, in 1988, they decided to go back to the original music, keep the Friedel close-ups... Redo the yellow border that we mentioned earlier around the Happy Holidays ending. So that's five. Number six comes out in 90, and they redo the music again for their new, new campaign, Food, Folks, and Fun. Uh, And then finally, we get to Jack Depke, who was Ronald through the rest of the 90s, which includes Ronald's voice in the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald direct-to-video cartoons. Are you familiar with these? I can picture them, but uh, it looks like he has no other acting credits aside from only Ronald McDonald-related yeah, that, things. That looks like it. But this, I remember watching one of the videos, or there was maybe a special promoting to the other videos that I think you've gotten Happy Meals. But I can picture them very easily because they were by the Klasky Chupo, and you could tell oh. right away because it's a dead ringer for that style. Not so much Rugrats, but definitely in the style of, ah, real monsters. <laughs> You have to scream it. I've heard people say, hey, you ever watch Ah, Real Monsters? And then I turn into old Biff Tan, and you sound like a damn fool when you say it like that. Happy Back to the Future Day. I worked it in again. Happy Back to the Future Day. (laughs) Well, they reshot the close-up scenes for Friedel, so they have to do it again for Jack Depke, and they look awful. Like, the original music from 82 is back for some reason, but at this point, this commercial's been chopped up and re-edited so many times that the music's all out of sync. So you have this, I think it's a bassoon that plays a little, when the little kid falls on his butt on the ice, (laughs) and it misses both cues by the time we're here in 1991, and everything's just off and dumb at this point that McDonald's finally mercifully takes this ad out to the snowy pasture and kills it dead. (laughs) <laughs> any final parting thoughts on the skating commercial before we skate on to the next one uh no just if you try and watch all of them it really just blends together and you're gonna go cross-eyed or something <laughs> they have i'll link to the mcdonald's wiki page they don't have like a whole robust list of commercials on here it's only a select few and they yeah. focus more on the actual food 
and maybe like some of the McDonald Land characters themselves, which we're about to get into. But, but, yes. Oh, you're, I definitely remember the day Birdie learned how to fly. Oh, that looks yes. Funny. Yep. Uh, but we're going to uh, go back a few years to 1987 and Star Wish. The Last Jedi. <laughs> Ronald McDonald makes quite the uh, the sacrifice. <laughs> Bury the past, kill it if you have to. <laughs> no, that's what they did to that last commercial. It's still trying. It's hanging on by a thread in 1987 when they uh, bring in some of the rest of the McDonald Land crew. One cold winter's eve, Bertie and Grimace wandered McDonald Land in search of. Gift for Ronald! Got any bright ideas? When lo and behold, a little star hopped from the heavens and twinkled down to earth. Look, Grimace, a falling star! Ooh, maybe we can catch it! And so they did. You'll make the perfect gift for Ronald. The little star was wrapped and ribboned and given, but... Oh, dear me. Twinkle, it didn't. You see, Bertie and Grimace, a star can never belong just to me. It belongs way up high for everyone to see. So let's wish him home where he'll twinkle and glow. And so they did as they stood in the snow. Look, the star's back at home in the sky. Good as new. And I have the best gift of all. Friends like you. Happy holidays from McDonald's. And this one follows Birdie the Early Bird and Grimace. And here, finally, we have some more recognizable names in the voice cast. Joey, do you recognize either of these voices? <laughs> that felt like you were going to do This Is Your Life to me. <laughs> you recognize this familiar voice. Remember when you were the voice of Birdie the Early Bird, Joey? No. <laughs> Who was it? I don't know. I have to look that up. I didn't have that in, at my fingertips. It's Russie Taylor. Oh! Best, <laughs> that was pretty good. Best known as the voice of Minnie Mouse, but she's also Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby in the original DuckTales. She's several kids on The Simpsons, including Martin, Sherry, Terry, and Uter. Uh, in the original Muppet Baby, she was Gonzo and Robin for like those two episodes where the tadpole shows up. I could go on and on, but here she is as Birdie, and joined by the voice of Grimace, it's Frank Welker. Was Frank always Grimace? I don't know. Because I'm looking at this and says, he was voiced by Frank and sometimes Larry Moran in the commercials, and then Kevin Michael Richardson (laughs) at some point, of all people. I don't know where those breaks happen, but... Oh my gosh, do you have the McDonald Wikipedia in front of you for Grimace? Because let let me read you this sentence. It's going to blow your mind. Grimace was last seen at Dodger Stadium on July 18th, 2012 versus the Philadelphia Phillies dancing to the Dram Jam 1977 classic Black Betty. (laughs) What? I don't know. But it brings in the Phillies. It brings in the Phillies. See, Dodgers, you need a mascot. It doesn't need to be Grimace, but you need a mascot. Get it like life is so much better with one. Baseball is so much better than one. Grimace was always my favorite of the McDonald Land characters, but knowing that he was always voiced by Frank Welker, who's one of my lifelong heroes, that's kind of blowing my mind because I don't know how I knew, didn't know that. He was always Grimace. Right? Always? I don't know if always because or just like in cartoons or later stuff. I guess so. Well, I mean, they had that, not costume change, but kind of character hmm. change where. Okay, the day Birdie learned to fly, Birdie looks a lot differently than the Birdie <laughs> character we see in this. 
So they update it. Like, you go to Disney World every ten or so years. Mickey Mouse just got a new face last year. <laughs> got a face Earmuffs, kids. A redesign. That's the word I'm looking for. So maybe when they redesigned Grimace, they brought in Frank Welker, who, and you think Rusty Taylor's resume is long. Frank Welker's is ridiculous. I could talk about Frank Welker for like a two-hour podcast. Right? He's basically, well, he's every animal noise from like the 70s onward, including Abu from Aladdin is probably the, the peak of that. Like, he's Fred from Scooby-Doo, he's Baby Kermit, he's Nibbler and Futurama, and most importantly, he's Megatron. He's Slimer and Ray Stans. Oh, I forgot he was also Ray. I knew he was Slimer. Yeah, well, Ray's like, Ray and, you know, Fred are kind of the similar, like, yeah, normal voice. And Iceman and Spider-Man's Amazing Ice Friends. <laughs> oh, man. He is Garfield now. Really? He replaced, yeah, he replaced Lorenzo Music years ago. Okay. I didn't know who oh. the new Garfield voice was because I haven't watched CGI Garfield ever. Yeah, he's CGI Garfield. That looks like it started right before my kids were born, and they have no idea who Garfield is yet. So Really? Yeah. Well. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We haven't gotten to that Christmas special yet. I don't know if we will, because that one lion, whoever invented Christmas trees should be <laughs> drug out in the street and shot, is my favorite thing of all time. But I don't know if... <laughs> My wife's going to let me show that to the kids yet. We'll see. Okay. Frank was usually the voice of Grimace, except somebody named Larry Moran played him sometimes. Okay. Huh. But not always. Larry Moran does not have a Wikipedia entry. The only thing more unstoppable than Megatron, the Grimace. Nothing is stronger than the Grimace. <laughs> Could the virus kill the Grimace? Nothing can kill the Grimace. My friends put that in their wedding vows. They said, like, their love is stronger <laughs> than the Grimace. <laughs> Oh, they're staying together forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so these two are searching the snowy hills of McDonald land for a holiday gift for Ronald. Because that's where you go for Christmas shopping for the clown who has everything. They're out there to spot a... F and they spot a falling star soaring down from the heavens. And they run after it and successfully catch it. And it's an anthropomorphic star that, like, just kind of drops to Earth and looks pretty delighted to be a present for Ronald McDonald. Who wouldn't be? Right. But not so much after Bertie and Grimace put it in a box and give it to Ronald. I don't think they poked enough air holes in that box. <laughs> like, I jest, but we went way too deep into the modern consumerism era before we realized, hey, maybe don't gift wrap pets. <laughs> Every December, you still see local TV news reports reminding people, please don't do this. Thanks. Well, this star is still alive, but it's lost its twinkle. Ronald explains, not that you don't shut it up inside a box, dummies, but he says a star can never belong to just me. It belongs way up high for everyone to see. Aww. <laughs> so they wish him home Will. Whoa. So they wish him home where he'll... Well, man, I don't know how many takes this took them. It's a rhyming commercial. <laughs> so they wish him home where he'll twinkle and glow. And up he soared as they stood in the snow. And then Ronald says, and I have the best gift of all. Friends like you. So you just wasted your time in the woods and almost killed a star. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what happens if that star dies? Does that create a black hole? 
that's a whole different, much darker McDonald land right. story. Maybe that's where they went. <laughs> they finally caught a star again, forgot everything Ronald told them, and they're gone forever. All right. Any final thoughts on Star Wish, Joey? No, I mean, it, it's cute. It's not the best one. No. But it's cute. Yeah. Have your stars spayed and neutered. Good night. <laughs> Finally, let's jump to 1994 for an ad called Runaway. Run, 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 run away. <laughs> hi, Lindsay. Oh, hi, Ronald. What's new? Nothing. Everybody says I'm too little. Really? I'm thinking of running away to McDonald Land. McDonald Land? That's where I'm from. Yeah, I hear it's really nice. I hear where you're from is really nice, too. It's okay. Yeah, because you've got that basketball hoop over your garage. And your back porch, it has that great wind chime. I made that at summer camp. Plus, there's that beautiful field. Where I chase butterflies. <laughs> hey, when you're in McDonald Land, going to make the decorations for your dad's birthday party? Who's going to be the snowflake in the school play? Ronald. Who's going to feed Mr. Goldfish? Hey, Ronald, I think I hear my mom calling me. Oh, okay. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Here we see Ronald building a snowman and his little pal Lindsay comes by, trudging through the snow with a big suitcase. And once again, I could not find the name of this actress. Like, it... it her voice sounds familiar, but I just can't place her voice or her face. So if anyone out there in podcast land can help us, Advent Cal House on Twitter, please. I found this one. This one's actually a little like emotional and moving. It's really, it's really sweet. It does. It's that mid nineties, you know, very special TGIF kind of <laughs> vibe where they, they need to sit and have a chat, but. I don't know if they're neighbors or what, but Ronald just, or if he happens to be in the right place at the right time. Is Ronald McDonald a guardian angel? Is he Clarence? <laughs> it's canon now. No one is poor who has food, folks, and fun. What's new? <laughs> Nothing. And doesn't even take her a second to actually launch into what's really got her goat. Everyone says I'm too little. I'm thinking of running away to McDonald land. Donald Land, that's where I'm from. I mean, have you ever thought about running away as a kid? I think I almost, like, I ran away down the block once because I was mad. Like, the end of the block when I was, like, six. Okay. I went to a friend's house and didn't neglected to tell my parents. Uh, I didn't count it as running away, but they looked for me for what I found out later to be three hours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, lesson learned, tell your parents where you go. Uh, but I never dreamed to, like, I can run away to McDonald Land. That's a place where I can go. Do you want to run away to hang out with the Hamburglar? <laughs> Is he really better company than your parents? Right? It's just like, oh, dear Mayor McCheese. Hey, <laughs> did she think one of those indoor play places was McDonald Land? Oh, I, I will get to that in a little bit. Oh, okay. We can get there now. Okay. Uh, uh, the indoor play play. I, uh, there was an outdoor play place, like 
in we've talked about this before. We lived on opposite sides of like the suburbs of Philadelphia. Right. On the Jersey side, where was there anywhere that had the big outdoor playland? I can envision in my head. I don't remember where it is. I've been to a very large indoor one. Okay. But continue. Here we had one in Exton, PA. That was mostly oh, wow. it was like an indoor outdoor one. That was. It was like it almost like I don't want to say going to a you know amusement park, but it was a big outdoor one that had all the classic like you climb up inside of you know Big Mac and you know you're in prison and then there's all the cheese and there's the the fry guys you ride on like they're you know on the big spring. Okay. Yeah. And then there was an, an indoor part of it that was smaller that was where you could sit down to eat, but there was also like a like almost like a merchandise stand in there where you could oh. buy swag okay like i know i have a little plushed grimace i don't know if he came from there but you buy stuff like that like huh. little toys but it was just combined like you know when you're seven that's the best thing in the world it was you know 20 okay. minutes up the street i remember the the hamburger the the officer big mac climbing up into him i remember yeah. the springy fry guys yeah there was an outdoor part but the indoor part was really spacious. I don't remember any, like, a gift shop area. All I remember about the indoor section was there was this large pirate ship. It was <laughs> this wooden pirate ship structure because they had that captain. His name captain is... Captain Crook. Captain Crook. So he was part of that. Uh, someone had a birthday. I don't even remember who had the birthday there. This was over 30 years ago. And I'm trying to remember back. And it wasn't on television. My memory for things on television is pretty sharp. But I can remember the like distinct music changes, apparently, in <laughs> ice skating commercial variations. But I can't remember whose birthday I went to. I was trying to find this say, and I couldn't. I swear this is – so there's a, a band from uh, Jersey, like South Jersey, actually, called Screaming Females. They're younger than us, though. Okay. And I swear they did a video a couple years ago where they found – like a lot with abandoned, you know, McDonald's, outdoor McDonald land, huh. you know, play places. That was part of the video and I could not find it, but I think it was something they found huh. in Jersey. Like somewhere there's a lot with a bunch of like random abandoned play place. Oh, man. I mean, I was only there the one time, so I don't know how long it lasted. Next time <laughs> I went to a birthday party that included McDonald's, it was just at a restaurant with like slides. Oh, a ball pit. It's no pirate ship. So I don't know if Lindsay wanted to just run away there to the ball pit or what. But <laughs> Ronald kind of slyly, not slyly, but responsibly, let's say, kind of redirects her and just like, well, I hear where you're from is really nice, too, because you've got that basketball hoop over your garage and the back porch with the great wind chime. She's like, oh, I made that. Got that beautiful field. Well, where I chase butterflies. And he kind of just hits hits it home with little touches of magic. And says, like, I'm going to recreate your wind chime with these icicles. And I'm going to make a <laughs> magical butterfly out of snow. And it's going to fly away. Uh, and that that's when he really kind of digs in and he goes, hey, when you're in McDonald land, who's going to make the decorations for your dad's birthday party? Who's going to be the snowflake in the school play? And that's when Lindsay... I don't know if she starts to pick up what he's putting down or if, like, that actually worked and she decides, yeah, I'm going to go back. I think I hear my mom calling me. 
And it's just like, oh, okay, bye, Lindsay. And then at the end, you see Ronald waving, and the snowman he made waves too. Is it Fozzie's snowman? Oh, you know, the the sticks for hands kind of looks like it's Fozzie's snowman. You'd think he'd be louder, though. And actually, he's a snowman. <laughs> What's a snowman? Nothing's a snowman. What's a snow with you? Ah. <laughs> so... I made the very stupid mistake of reading the comments on this YouTube video. Oh no, never read the comments. Never read the comments, friends. I'm never going, it's never going to make you feel good about the world. But one dingus comments, glad to see this young girl's parents taught her not to talk to strangers. Dude, they know each other by name. (laughs) They might be neighbors in this. He might be, he's Clarence. It's canon now. If he was the creepy neighbor, he'd be like, McDonald Land, that's a great idea, let's go! And it would turn really horribly. But he's helping her decide on her own to turn around and go home. That's the most responsible adult thing I've ever seen any clown do. <laughs> Never read the YouTube comments. Good thing she doesn't have clownophobia. Yeah, right? A clown is her friend. A clown will not bite her and throw her in the basement. No, yeah, he's the guy who lives down the block and makes magical snowmen. They're buds. He knows the layout of her house. <laughs> that does sound creepy, though. I mean... When you put it that way. Yeah, I guess so. Just the backyard, not the inside. Just like you got the field in the back of your house. I can see it from here, probably. All right. Any fun additions you have to either Runaway or McDonald's and Christmas in general? Yes. First of all, I want to point out that Runaway also ends with the Do you believe in magic? Yes. It does. That was the popular 90s one. I'm surprised we didn't get a version of that with the skating one, but I guess it didn't quite make it that far. It's just like, no, stop, we ruined it. Well, I knew I had another... I was trying to think of something McDonald's and Christmas related in my memory. Aside from these commercials, like we said, the commercials aren't really for the food. It's just more the more for the magic of Christmas right. and uh, Ronald's superpowers, apparently. <laughs> um, I did remember... That uh, I think I always say I think it's the third movie I ever saw in the theater. Maybe the fourth movie I ever saw in the theater actually hmm. was Santa Claus the movie. Oh, with John Lithgow. You went to the theater to see that. I did. Okay. I think my well, I know the first one I ever saw was E.T. And I think okay. after that was either Return of the Jedi or Muppets Take Manhattan, whichever. I think Jedi might have come after that, but I have to look it up. But definitely one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater that was you know a first run whatever was Santa Claus the movie, and they did have a Happy Meal for it. Oh, and that's right. they had a, a book. That's what I remember having. It was a, like a book, like part of the story. Here's like chapter one of the story of the movie where it's the boring part of the movie where you're in the North Pole and there's just <laughs> a lot of reindeer and Santa feeding them, and, and that's the first part of the oh, movie. Oh, not like the, the prologue? Not like the, the first 30 seconds where it's just like, oh, here's this ancient civilization near the North Pole and said like, oh, here's Uncle Claus. I've made toys for you. It's after that? I think it, well, it's whatever that part. It's definitely a reindeer-centric. It's not, I don't think it, the copy I had, like it was four books, but the one I had did not have oh. the part with, with BZ in it yet. Right, okay. And Christmas too. <laughs> like Coke too. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to, I'm like, oh yeah, well that's, that's another, you know, Christmas McDonald's memory I could think of. The only other McDonald's commercial that I associate with Christmas, I remember they had like a office Christmas party and someone bought the new 20 McNugget piece thing that 
That's the only thing I remember. It wasn't even the talking McNuggets, so I don't care. It was adults. <laughs> I'm there are so many McDonald Land characters. Like we only referenced a few of them, but right? yeah, there's the yeah, like you said, the McNuggets. There's the Fry Guys, the Hamburglar we talked about. He seems to have stuck in everyone's memory the most. You seem to hear a lot of like jokes about the Hamburglar oh, and popular yeah. culture. They tried to bring him back a couple years ago, and it to it. They tried to make him like creepy Burger King, and it just didn't work. <laughs> like original Hamburglar was creepier than new Hamburglar. Yes, With, like the crooked nose and everything. He's in that no snow commercial that is not. Well, I mean, I didn't bring it up here because it's just them trying to go somewhere and. They all they have a the only method of transportation they have is a sled. So Ronald makes it snow and they sing a song and we're done. And then there was Cosmic. Oh, Cosmic the alien. Wait, he was voiced by Frank Welker too. What do you know? Oh, yeah, makes sense. You mentioned that captain and his uh, his parrot. Mm -hmm. Uh, The The professor, professor. The professor. See, a lot of these I also remember because I always got the cookies when I was little. Oh, that's oh those cookies. Mm-hmm. They're kind of generic cookies, but they they looked like the characters. So that's why they're they're burned into my brain, kind of. Yeah. And we have to. Well, do we have to mention the greatest, most terrifying McDonald's mascot of them all? We already talked about the hamburger. No, Mac tonight. Oh no, Mac tonight. Oh, I miss when we could talk about Mac tonight. He he was at the Oscars, Doug Jones. <laughs> That's right. Mac tonight actually uh, still has a home here in Orlando at what's dubbed the world's largest entertainment McDonald's. Huh? It's a very specific kind. It has a big arcade on one floor. Uh, this place was built, I think, in, at some point in the 90s, and they had... Like downstairs with the restaurant, and they had a bigger seating area, and they had Mac Tonight, actual Mac Tonight, on a piano. It, I don't think it played or anything, but he was just sitting in the corner smiling at you. And a big stand-up cutout of Bill Cosby that I'm pretty sure is no longer there. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it now. Bill Cosby and Mac Tonight, it's just like a whole corner of terrible now in 2018. I'm looking at their their custom pizza. Yeah, they stuff. have pe- like they have McPizza. They you can get. Oh, what else did they have? This article is from May of 2017. That I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah, they rebuilt this place. Like the original building, look, they had like a big painting structure that made it look like a giant box of fries on the side as you were driving over I-4 looking at it on your way to Universal Studios or wherever you were going, downtown Orlando, or if you're coming from the other direction, Disney. And most people are if they're coming from the north. So they would pass this. Uh, But then they tore that down and then they rebuilt a new structure right next to it. Now it just looks like a bank. I found a picture of Mac tonight in the place. he's he's still in there. I think he's hanging from the ceiling now or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this actually, so the, the McDonald's I went to for breakfast uh, had a new setup where you can order off a giant touch screen, and it looks like that already was being tried out at this McDonald's okay. in the spring of 2017. All right. And now they're all over down here, so they might be nationwide or close to it. Yeah, that was the first time I'd seen one. It was kind of, I didn't enjoy the, the user interface of it. I didn't either. Say. No. 
they have an app now that I use, and you can just pull into a special thing instead of waiting in the drive-through line. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the the less human UX, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can appreciate that. Uh, well, Joey, if people want to pick you up and twirl you around on a frozen moonlit pond, where in the snowy hills of this island internet can they find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at I'm gonna DJ 24. That's I am gonna DJ 24. And uh, you can hear me on Why Not Radio at whynotradio.net. And please do that. Joey, thanks once again for stopping by the Advent Calendar House, but I, I think I hear my mom calling me. I love a thousand. It's been a, a good time for a great taste <laughs> of a podcast. Here it is. The Advent Calendar House is part of the Christmas Podcast Network. To find more shows like this one, visit ChristmasPodcastNetwork.com. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Jess. And, and we're, we're Hallmark, Hallmark and, and Jess. Jess. <laughs> I feel like we're in a car dealership commercial. <laughs> we swear we won't talk like this during the podcast. There's two things we love most in this world. Hallmark movies and Lacey Chabert. And we're breaking down all of your favorite Hallmark movies like... A Very Merry Mix-Up. Rocky Mountain Christmas. And the All of My Heart series. Tommy, please be my husband. So tune in every Wednesday, today. Next time on the Advent Calendar House. Jingle bells, jingle bells, and jingle all the way. Hey, hey, it is too cool to rap and ride an FV8 reindeer sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I said jingle, 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 jingle bells. I didn't get to mix it in there, but it's not a big deal. But I had a joke written down that uh, we didn't mention the other Ronald McDonald, which is Ronald McDonald from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, (laughs) (laughs) which is such a great, stupid joke. (laughs) All right. Hidden track. (laughs) Hold out. Here it is. We did it.